Hi, this is Anna, and this is Check It at the Round Table, where we discuss movies, books, music, and stuff. Today we are discussing Love by Chance, Season 2, Episode 5. This series is available on vickirukatan.com. They're releasing them there as they are released in Thailand. The next one's going to be up in six days, for example. And they do have English subtitles as well as many other languages available in subtitled form. Um, this episode was my favorite so far because of the interaction between Tin and Can. In the previous episode, Tin had said he was to Can he was going to try to hit on him. And Tin's idea of hitting on people is one of the most bizarre, humorous, ridiculous, crazy ways you could possibly think of. And, um, for example, in this episode, he takes um, Tin to school because he thinks hitting on him is picking him up at his house and taking him because Ken is always running late and always missing his taxi or his uh, motorcycle taxi. And so he ends up coming to school super late. So Tin gets it into his head, he's going to start picking Ken up, which actually works out pretty nice for Ken because he doesn't have to worry about running late anymore. Although the scene of him running up the um, steps of his house down to his gate with his biscuit in his mouth because he didn't eat breakfast and food is very important to Ken. And then he stops dead in his tracks because Tin's there and didn't tell him he was coming and his his dinner roll falls out of his mouth. And that is a hilarious scene. I'm just saying. Kind of puts their entire relationship that can be the definition of it. But um, as the story progresses... Can leaves his cell phone in Tin's vehicle, and um, Tin, Tin decides that the way to get Can's number isn't to ask him for it. Oh no! Instead, we must break Can's phone, and we must tell him that it got hit by a tin-wheeled truck because it fell out of our car as we were, you know, I don't know, by a tin-wheeled truck, and so we bought him a new phone that we have the number to. And I'm just going, that is so can. Instead of doing, you know, the obvious thing that would make sense to almost every single humanoid on the planet, Tin has to go the long way around. And part of that's really sad because of what happened to Tin to cause him to be that way. But part of that's, like, totally hilarious. So anyway, Tin buys a new phone after he breaks Ken's original phone. And then he brings it to Ken because, or, yeah, Ken because he's been waiting all afternoon trying to um, run down Tin to get the phone that he had. And when he finds out that Ken bought him a new phone, he's actually in a coffee shop with Ken. He's got a iced cocoa and Ken's got some kind of coffee thing. He's very upset. And Tin's never had this happen before because every time he's ever messed up, he's been able to fix it with money um, when it comes to people. And he really hasn't had any people to mess things up with except his family who are total wretches. But, you know, that's another side note. Um, so anyway, Can runs out of the coffee shop very upset because he thinks Tin's trying to buy him with money. And Tin didn't realize that this would be offensive to Can. So he comes out of the coffee shop and they have this very interesting discussion where Ken says, you know, it's okay you broke my phone, but you should just say you're sorry. You don't need to buy a new phone. That's not what this is about. And Tin's never had anyone tell him that all he has to do is say he's sorry. And that's really hard for him because I don't think Tin's really ever said sorry to people. And he also didn't think that anybody would be able to fix a relationship just by saying sorry. So there's this moment where... 
Tin finally says he's sorry. And you can tell it's basically this, like, spark. Like, oh my goodness, who knew it could be this hard and yet this easy? And so then um, Can looks at him and goes, and now we're going to go back to the coffee shop because I haven't finished my cocoa. And the whole thing I was thinking through that whole scene was, Can left his food on the table. This is weird. Even though Can's upset, how could he leave his cocoa? (laughs) So that was a very funny and poignant scene. Then as the story progresses, um, Tin kind of has what I would classify as a meltdown. And I really don't blame him for that meltdown. Um, His brother basically um, lied to him over a very, very long period of time. And... um, Actually, stepbrother, but still, I'm calling him his brother. So anyway, and um, Tin doesn't know how to handle the fact that the people who he trusted had lied to him. And so he basically kind of breaks down. And um, he ends up calling Can, because he's basically at the end of the open. Can's the only person who really knows him, even a little bit. And he tells Can what has happened. And there's this huge pause on the phone, and I'm going, this is so Ken. He wouldn't respond right away. And Tin thinks that, you know, he's blown it with Ken by telling him what's really going on in his life. And instead, what happened was Ken finally says something on the phone, and he goes, where are you right now? And where's your brother? So I can go punch him in the face for you. <laughs> and I'm going, that's not probably the best response, but you got to sit there and go, it's so Ken. Ken would so sit there and go, where is your brother? He might be seven foot tall and I'm only like five foot seven, but I am still going to find a way to punch him in the face for what he did because you are a human being and human beings don't get treated that way. And so that is, I think, why Tin ended up liking Ken, even from the very beginning, is because, you know, Ken really isn't that smart of a dude. I don't mean it bad. He can't really help his, his mind capacity. And he's not really got those... that endearing traits except he's such a strange little dude I mean really he's always hungry he's always you know picking fights that are way over his head because he feels justice needs to be done and he must be the one to do it but he's still in spite of all that a very endearing character and the other thing I like with Ken is he's a very honest character and you have this one character on the one hand with Tin who has spent his whole life trying to cover up his emotions, his feelings, his opinions because you know life has not been kind and shown him that he can be honest and open with people and you have this other character on the other hand who is Ken and if there's one thing Ken is you never have to wonder where his head is at you might sit there and go oh Ken you're doing what for what but he is so gung-ho and so open about things and trusting of people, which it's like, you know, that's really neat to see. It's not necessarily the best of methods to be because sometimes trusting people is rather dangerous. But I'm just saying, I'm sorry, still kind of tired. But anyway, um, I'm just saying, I think that's why their relationship is so interesting to watch on the screen. And I am looking forward to the next episode in six days. Do we really have to wait six long days for the next episode? But anyway, and um, I think that, you know, it's probably going to be a very interesting conclusion on this deal. The other thing is you see a little bit between the two, um, I don't remember their names, I think Tar and Thum, but um, 
the two stepbrothers who I believe end up together, um, those two had a little conversation during this episode where the, um, the one was asking the other, um, he's trying to find out how to write some music or what genre he should go into. And I think that's going to be interesting. I really like the character who plays the one um, brother. His name's Earth in real life. He has a very sweet spirit as a person. Um, I don't know if in real life he is a sweet-spirited person, but he just has this kind of inner sweetness that seems to pull, just kind of radiate from him. Um, he was in Until We Meet Again, and he was also in Love by Chance episode or season one. But um, I really like him as an actor, and I also like the person who plays his opposite. So, um, you know, but... I think their relationship is going to be interesting to watch as well. Um, you also find out that Tin's brother, um, our stepbrother, however you want to define that, actually isn't all he seems. Um, he ended up marrying a woman, having a little kid with them. The kid's about eight years old right now. But you find out, I couldn't figure out who the people were in the last episode who were at the college. And the one guy... Um, dragged the other guy out into the hallway to discuss something and you could tell they were um they were really friendly with one another that's all I'm saying and also you could tell that the one guy was probably in a relationship that wasn't healthy for him because you I'm not telling you the taller guy and I'm sorry I don't know Tin's brother's name but anyway um he is not a good guy. And I couldn't figure out what is going on with this story. But I think what happened was the brother of Tin liked a servant. And instead of, you know, admitting that and, you know, being honest about that relationship, he married a woman, had a kid, and she lives in a separate house. He lives in a separate house. The kid kind of goes between them. But they're still married. And I'm going, you know, this relationship is unfair to everybody because... Number one, you need to be honest with yourself and others as a person. And number two, you know, you shouldn't marry a woman who you're going to have a kid with and then, you know, not be there for them, not be for their kid, and leave the person who you really care about basically in the dust or with, you know, a very limited relationship. I mean, it's just so darn confusing. But anyway, I do not like the brother of Tin in any capacity, and mainly because he, number one, was a despicable human being when he was young. And, you know, we can't all outgrow that. But um, he just seems to be continuing on the line of despicableness with not only Tin, but with um, the servant who cared for him. And then also with his wife and kid. Because, you know, he just is doing things that he shouldn't be doing if he's not. You should be very honest with your life, no matter what you do. I figure if you can't be honest with your life then you can't be honest with yourself. And at the end of the day, that is a really terrible thing to have happen to you. I mean, you know, it's one thing for you to, you know, pretend to the world. It's another thing to pretend to yourself. And really, why pretend to anyone? Why not just live, you know, as true as you can and, you know, as well as you can? But that is my review of Season 2, Love by Chance, Episode 5. Again, this is my favorite so far. Um, you could definitely watch this with kids. The only thing is, is there's a very sad scene where Tin is having a bit of a breakdown in his bathroom in the shower. He's, he's fully clothed and everything. It's not that kind of thing. But he's just feeling so sad that his, you know, his everything that he thought was okay when he was a kid 
was an utter disaster, and he doesn't know how to handle that. And so that scene might not be something you don't watch with kids just because it's a very sad scene. But again, everything else could definitely see with kids. And I think that's one reason I'm liking this series so far is, you know, there are a couple episodes you can't see. So, I mean, it's kind of half and half. But this episode is fine. The first episode was fine. Um, the middle episodes, again, you can read my reviews of or listen to my reviews of them. Um, they weren't quite fine for kids, I'm just saying. But, um, you know, I think if we'd left out the whole techno and... I don't know the guy's other guy's name, but his name is Mark, I believe, as an actor. Um, it would have been fine for everybody, but because we put that in, and I'm really not sure why we put that in in the first season either. They were the one group that I was like, why are we even putting them in as a storyline? Because it just doesn't seem to be, you know, it, it was not compatible with the other storylines, in my personal opinion. And again, I have not read the book, so... Um, you know, maybe they were in a book and they felt they had to add the characters because of that. But they just kind of stick out like a sore thumb and don't really fit everything else. I'm just saying. So with that, that is my that is the review of Love by Chance Season 2, Episode 5. You can watch this on Vicky Rukaton. Um, if you can't, I would definitely give a membership to Vicky Rukaton because there is so much awesome stuff on there. You could just, you know, spend the next hundred years watching it all, but that probably wouldn't be the best use of your time, but you never know. So with that, on and out, check it at the round table. Bye.